Hello, everyone, and welcome back to I'm Fine, You're Fine. I'm Erica. I'm Alyssa. And welcome back. We hope you're having an amazing week. And let's get right into things. Um, I have had a pretty good week. Alyssa, how was yours? My week was good. Um, I did a couple things. I went to the movies, and I went to this pretty cool movie theater. It's like zero gravity chairs um so they're recliners but like more high tech i guess and you know like when you sit close your neck hurts yeah yeah these prevent that they like tilt at the perfect angle so that that doesn't happen and this was the highlight they're heated stop so you could turn (laughs) them on high medium or like off right blew my mind because I hit it by accident and didn't realize I hit it and I was like oh my god my back is like really warm (laughs) and I looked over at my boyfriend I was like do you feel that and he was like what are you talking about and then I looked over and I was like oh my god these seats are heated this is groundbreaking incredible incredible stuff you do remember like our movie theater that we would go to like when we were growing up and like the seats were the jankiest things in the world Mm -hmm. and to go from that to this is just wild we've come so far (laughs) we have i don't even i mean we don't have those at the theater back at home now they did upgrade just to recliners um but they have like the food service that like brings you food you can order it in the seat that is lovely yeah that's what we did too which is cool and so we saw a man named otto and it's like advertised it's based off a book which i haven't read mm-hmm. but um it's advertised as like a drama a drama yep a drama <laughs> slash comedy so i was like okay like you know it'll be intense but there's it's gonna be funny there are some funny parts but for the most part it was a tear jerker it was a really? sad movie I'm going to be honest, I haven't seen a single commercial for it. Okay, well, Tom Hanks Mm. is the main character, which I love Tom Hanks. I will see any movie that he's in. Yep. Um, It was a really good movie. Like, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it, like, you know, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. Like, I felt everything that was happening in the Mm -hmm. movie. Like, it felt real to me. But, whew. If you are a sap or, like, a super empathetic person like me, you will be pouring from your eyes the whole time. So take my warning. Then I don't know. I don't know if I can see it then. <laughs> like, I definitely like just, watch it at home. <laughs> I'm too emotional. I can't, like, be in public and cry. It's just, it's a lot. Oh, man. I have clearly no issue. I had no control. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, uh, so that was good. And that was a fun little night that we had. Um, and this week, so when this airs, I will be in Arizona for work. Um, and we have some fun things planned while I'm there. I'm hoping to go to the zoo um, and go on a hike. And then uh, I love zoos. Yes, but you hate hikes. I hate hikes. <laughs> <laughs> What's the weather yeah. like this time of year? It's like the same as in North Carolina. It's like 50s, 60s during the day. Okay. 
Nice. Um, but super chilly at night. Like once that sun goes down, because it's, over. it's just like desert, it's cold. Mm. But um, the other fun thing that I'm looking forward to that I will talk all about on next week's podcast after I do it is we're doing a murder mystery party. Fun. I have never done one. I haven't either, but I love the idea of it. So we'll see our like office managers organizing it. And apparently she does them often. So she's like got it down. But I am hyped to see how it goes down. I kind of hope that I'm the murderer. Because <laughs> that'd be cool. Right. Can you put in a request? <laughs> I know. I'm going to ask, right? <laughs> so we'll see. That's so cool. I'm very interested to hear about that because I haven't done one myself and it sounds lovely. Absolutely. How was your week? What did you do? I have been pretty busy. I have been going on like little adventures um, throughout the week to get out of the house and do things. But I've also been doing a lot of like cooking, cleaning, being a productive member of society kind of thing as well. Um, I went to the aquarium with my nephews and my si- one of my sisters. Um, if like we were talking about, I love the zoo. I love aquariums. I love all of the animals um so I went with my sister to the aquarium my nephews are two and one so I was thrilled to go with them because to go to the aquarium through little kids eyes is just magical and I'm a little salty though because the aquarium is under renovation about a third if not a half of the aquarium is closed right now for renovations so you can't see the animals that were in those sections they still made you pay full price, though. Oh, here's my Karen coming right <laughs> out. I so would have said something. I know. And we thought about it. We really did. Um, I would write a review. I just, yeah, I got to go on Yelp or something. Because That's not right. I was, I was really mad. And I'm like, I don't know. It's one thing if I like go to this aquarium often and or, like have a season pass or whatever. But I'm like, no, I'm going for one day. And I wanted to see all these animals. Like the shark exhibit was mostly closed. There was one tank with sharks that was still like visible on the part we were on. I'm like, this is depressing. The touch tank was closed. Oh, no. Couldn't go pet a stingray. That's <laughs> my favorite part. I know. I would have been devastated. It, no, I actually was sad. Luckily, like, my nephews didn't know what they were missing, but me and my sister were like, this is tragic. So, like, when you went to buy the ticket, were they like, hey, just to let you know, no, all of our exhibits are closed? No. That's, no. that's why I would have complained right there. I felt bamboozled. I so, did. that was a little tough. Um, I also somehow mustered up the energy to go bowling after I worked the other night um, with some girls from work um, and was out until like one in the morning um, bowling. (laughs) Crazy girl. (laughs) Cool cats. And I learned that, you know, we've talked about before, like, um, what is it called? Like all these sports that you can do and like go out and whatever with friends. Uh, bowling is not one of the ones that I'm good at. Um, when <laughs> I tell you I got gutter balls for the first five frames. Wow. 
no, truly, like I needed the bumpers up. It was so bad, so bad, so embarrassing, so bad for me. Like, I was like, I got to stop playing. Like, truly, my score is zero and we're halfway through the first game. You were warming up. It's okay. (laughs) So luckily, instead of doing the one game, we played like four or five games. So by the end, I got a strike. I got a few spares. Yeah. I was tired. My arms were sore. It was a lot of throwing. Um, That's a lot of bowling. A lot of bowling, (laughs) which is funny, though, because my parents were both on a bowling league in high school. Um, They were in the marching band, and then they also were on a bowling league, which is like so John and Vicky. If you know them, like. (laughs) That is so classic them. I know. They're so cute. And so I was like, you know, maybe I've got, you know, some of their genetics. No. (laughs) (laughs) nope I don't it was really tough um not a good showing on my part but I did get better by the end so I'm thinking I should just do it more than once every 10 years and maybe I won't be so bad yeah that sounds good like maybe get a practice in every once a year or something just yeah 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 that's what I'm thinking um and also in uh work-related news I took um we have to like get certified special um, in the unit that I work in to take care of patients after open heart surgery. And so I did all of the necessary requirements for that and took my first open heart patient from she's the a OR badass. <laughs> um, by myself. And I literally was terrified waiting for it to come out. And I know like I've had like – these practice runs with someone like watching me to make sure I knew what I was doing, but it still is just different and every patient is different and whatever that it's just so unexpected. They're all so different and it's terrifying. So that was really nerve wracking. And as I'm sitting there waiting for this patient to come out of the OR, all I can think to myself is how am I allowed to take care of this patient when I literally don't get off the couch some days? (laughs) Like I... (laughs) don't understand how I am capable of taking care of someone's life and like all these intricate details like who did I fool into thinking I could handle this but it's kind of like every day I truly feel like I'm living someone else's life like I swapped places with someone because I just feel like we can't be we can't be this old we can't have this much responsibility like I still think of myself as a teenager I feel that way all the time, too. It's almost like, and I'm going to sound really weird right now, but it's almost like you watch yourself from the outside. Yes. And you're like, wait, they leave me in charge of things? Right. Like, I'm doing this? Like, at one point, I was responsible for children's lives every day. A whole classroom, yeah. And now they, like trust me to like make quotes for millions of dollars for people and no one's checking that I did it right. Right. Who's my chaperone? Oh, no. I mean, even like buying my own house and stuff. I'm like, I feel like I am not old enough to do this though. Like I know that I'm 25. I know I am. However, I don't feel feel like like I am. 
I still, I mean, when we still go out and go to bars and whatever, we still are acting like we're teenagers. So (laughs) I don't know. Like, it just feels like if you could see that side of us and then see us like professionally, it's just weird that like it's the same person. Well, like growing up, you know, you have older siblings and like I have older cousins and stuff. And it's just like when they were 25 and we were like, however old we were, we were like, wow, they're so old. Like, they're so mm-hmm. mature. They do all these things. And now we're them. And I'm like, I'm not that mature. Like when I, th- when my sisters were in college, I thought they were so old. And I was like, oh my God, they're in college. They're so, you know, professional and so like just old and mature and whatever. And now I'm like, we, they still feel like they should be in college and they're yeah. 30 with their own families and their own kids. And I'm like, but you're in college. Like, I don't understand. So well, the whole remember, thing is very confusing. Remember when we thought that we would be, like, married with a child at, like, 25? And here we are wow. <laughs> making a podcast for our five friends. <laughs> Bro, I literally had in my mind, right, I had in my mind that I would be married by 24, first kid by 26, second kid by 28, done having kids by a certain point. But I think, like... I'm literally single and I'm 25 like and so sometimes I'm like oh my god like I have nothing to show for myself I have whatever and then I'm like no you're looking at it the wrong way like you've done so much and you're doing it by yourself so it makes it more impressive but I'm also like but the stuff that I thought were going to be like measurable and attainable by this point in my life aren't happening. Yeah, I feel that um, considering (laughs) some nights I still make chicken nuggets for dinner so um literally yeah some nights I do like craft mac and cheese in the microwave oh my god me too it's so good though wait I have upgraded though to the cauliflower pasta because that makes me feel like I'm doing something better no my upgrade of the craft is doing the Annie's mac and cheese because oh she yeah feels fancy she's, she's a fancy girl yeah yeah, yeah she's white cheddar <laughs> <laughs> It's better it's than that so, yellow fake so cheddar. <laughs> but so I talked to my mom about this too because I'm like, I just like, is this normal? Like she and she literally was like, I feel like that all the time. She's like, even like it never goes away. She's like, that will always be the way you feel. She's like, I feel like I am not the age that I am. And you know, she's like, then I hurt my back and I'm like, damn, I really am this old. Like, and I'm like, that's so sad. Literally. And she's like, even like, as you get older, like, she's like, your grandma, like, still thinks she's young and whatever. And the doctors are telling her she can't do certain things because of her health problems. And she's just like, but I'm young. Like, I feel young. And I'm like, oh, my God, now it's getting really sad. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> Forget I brought excuse. this up. please excuse my dryer in the background beeping um my clothes are done but yeah no I was like mom we can't talk about this anymore like this is getting too sad to think of grandma being sad so we're gonna move on (laughs) but bottom (laughs) bottom line is I really am just shocked that we're at this point in our life and to hear that it's never gonna go away is yeah frightening Wow. And we're going to like have kids one day and feel like, wow, we're not supposed to have them. Like, we're the kids. Like, how did they let us leave the hospital with this baby? 
it's funny because my friend has a child who's in kindergarten and she was like it was really weird when I when I signed her up for kindergarten and I had to put like myself as her emergency contact and I was like wow if she's sick they're gonna call me (laughs) I'm the adult they're gonna call like wow (laughs) and I was like Like, yeah that is like a strong realization Literally, just to put things in perspective, I called my mom the other day because I had a lighter that was almost like out of juice, like whatever, like lights things. So I (laughs) called her and I was like, hey, mom, I know we just talked really quick, but I did have a question. Um, I have this lighter that's almost dead and I don't know, can this go into regular garbage or do I have to put it in like a special thing? Because like lithium batteries can't go on a plane because it'll blow up. So like, is the same thing going to happen with this lighter? Does the lighter have to go somewhere special? <laughs> she was and like, throw it in the she garbage. <laughs> She's like, Thro- throw it in the garbage, you dumbass. Like, <laughs> okay, thanks mom, bye. <laughs> like, <laughs> I know, I'm always like, is this going to start a fire? Always. Biggest fear. Especially since I'm in, like, a condo complex. I'm like, I'm going to be the reason why everyone's homeless. Yep. Same. (laughs) (laughs) So scary. Oh, Oh my God. (sighs) All right. So, moving into our hot topics of the week. So Let's do it. This is going to shock a lot of people. Because I'm not a TikToker. But there was... A TikTok shared on Instagram by someone that I follow. So that's how I saw it. And Which is funny because you are all against TikTok, but the same things from TikTok will come up <laughs> on Instagram. And because it's on Instagram that you saw it, you're like, isn't this so funny? And I'm like, girl, <laughs> you literally yeah, could have seen this on TikTok. But I'm whatever, I'll let it slide. Little Please proceed. But anyways, so it was this video... Of a kid who create not a kid like a, an adult I call everybody a kid though, um who created a if I go missing binder and then like walked us through what he would include in the binder, and for someone or I guess both of us who loves thriller and crime shows and like everything like that it really hit home really Mm -hmm. resonated with me and I was like this is genius and I started to think about what I would put in my binder so let me take you a little little tour of my binder hit me with it so at the beginning I would provide gift cards to my favorite places such as Starbucks Chick-fil-a just to like give the police officers the detectives whoever like happens to be looking for me um as it's like a thank you but it's also like a maybe a hint of where I might be (laughs) like who knows I could have like you know fell asleep in the Chick-fil-a parking lot okay so we're not kidnapped at this point like you're just missing I'm missing I could be kidnapped I don't know like foul play could be right in play right now I could have been but it might not be as a like a a coaxing as a method. hostage yeah yeah you never know but also at the very least it's a here's a treat thank you so much for spending your time looking for me <laughs> nice nice okay so the next thing that i would provide for them is a variety of photos of me 
most of which would be me with no makeup on because that's probably how I would be found (laughs) because I wear makeup maybe 5% of my actual life. Yeah. So, like, we want it to be legit. We want them Mm -hmm. to look for the right person. Right, right. So, yeah, those would be makeupless photos. So I guess I'd have to take some because we know we don't take those. Certainly um, <laughs> As well as provide them with a variety of hair colors that I possibly mm. have. Because if you know me, you know that I change my hair quite frequently. All the time. Length, color. It's really whatever I'm in the mood for. So mm-hmm. I'm going to provide them with some options. I would also provide the height and weight. Obviously knocking off a few, maybe 20 pounds Assuming that they will find me unfed. (laughs) (laughs) Unless you are at Chick-fil-A or Starbucks, as previously noted. Yeah. Yeah. So, but chances are, if I'm kidnapped, they're not feeding me. Fair. Might be the quickest weight loss situation I've ever had. So, they need to know. Honestly. Which then reminds me that I probably would throw in some Sour Patch Kids in the back pocket in case they do find me and I am hungry. That's kind for yourself. I'm thinking of me always. Always. So yeah, so those are the things I probably provide in there. I also would probably include a missing flyer, but I would encourage them to place them in places like... Uh, a liquor store, Starbucks, Target, places I know my friends like will go and will see it. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like the polls, like outside, like by stop no. signs, and like they're not going to see that. So no, you got to go where them, the people are. Yeah, right. Exactly. Like instead of on a milk carton, probably a wine bottle is where my missing picture should go. Yeah, yeah. Know your people. Yeah, know, know your what audience. they like. Yeah, read the room. <laughs> So, yeah, um, if you are a police officer in the area and you're ever curious, I will have that binder ready for you in case I go missing. So thank you in advance for your service. It's going to be laminated. The inner teacher in her is going to color code things. Color coded. Yeah, for sure. Have it organized by topic. (laughs) I can't wait. It is going to be amazing. All right. Now, staying on the same topic genre um, of things that were trending online that I thought would be hilarious to do between the two of us is I am going to discuss something that I saw on Nurse TikTok, which is things that I do at work for my job that would send non-healthcare workers, non-nurses into a coma. So... I would like to start us off with I'm ready. the flakes of skin that come off when you take the socks off people. No. Yeah. Oh, feet are the worst. Feet are the worst. And especially those with dry feet. <clears throat> um. We call it like granny confetti. Oh my god. 
it just sprinkles the whole room. It's like snow That's every so every day. It's winter all year round. I think I just threw up in my mouth. <laughs> I just want you guys to know that these are like genuine. She has not said anything to me. Previously. No. These are like my genuine reaction because everything grosses me out. Yeah. Yeah. Alyssa's worst fear would be working in healthcare. Absolutely. Hands down. Okay. Next thing is going to be um, deep suctioning a trach or ET tube, which is the tube that someone breathes with when they can't breathe naturally. So they either have a tube from the outside all the way down to their lungs or a trach in their neck all the way down. But basically nurses have to stick a little catheter down the holes and suction out the secretions, aka the saliva, the junk, the nastiness from the lungs um, and the airway all the way outside. And they are thick and they are gross. Oh, that's disgusting. Also, the word secretion <laughs> makes me feel weird. I don't like that. <laughs> I actually okay. rather be shot in the foot than to work in healthcare. <laughs> Okay, next one is go it goes together um the first is a GI bleed and the second is the smell of C diff. Both have very oh very God. specific smells. <laughs> Where you can be on the outside of the room and you can say that person in that room has C diff or that person in that room is GI bleeding right now. Continue, continue. Okay, we're uh, just gonna leave it at that. The smell is not good, um, and very distinct. I would be um, barfing all over the hallways. Yeah, yeah. Um, going into your confused dementia patient's room to find that there is finger painting all over the oh, bed no. and the walls. Nope. Mm -mm. Nope. I'm so fucking out. It's not even funny. Uh, okay all right last one that has to do with poop real quick <laughs> placing a flexa seal or a fecal management device a fecal which, management device yeah so basically it's like a foley catheter a catheter for urine but for your poop so when you are having such bad loose bowel movements you basically stick one end of a tube into your hand and you put some lube on it and you shove the tube into their rectum and inflate a balloon which basically is like a donut that sits around and will pass all of the liquid stool by and oh have it empty out into a bag um and the little balloon donut thing stays inflated um until you deflate it days later i feel super nauseous but i also have <laughs> i have questions give me your questions so, so like i'm where's the donut so the donut <laughs> is on one end of the little it's like a hose like a inflatable like a very pliable manipulatable flexible hose so there's a deflated donut 
um, like a ring that you hook up like a little syringe to. You push it in and then you inflate the syringe and the deflated becomes inflated as a little donut ring inside. And so the stool <laughs> passes through the ring. Oh. Um, but stays like secure because the donut is inflated. But the stuff's going through the <laughs> tube, right? It's not just right, like willy nilly right. flying through the no donut. No, no, it's going. No, it goes through the tube. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So the the donut kind of just like keeps it sturdy. Exactly, it keeps oh, it okay. in the right spot, and the tube is our source of emptying. I just like gonna throw this out here now. Mm. That if I'm ever in the physical condition where I have to go to the hospital and receive something like that, just like call it, you know, it's been a good one. I'm out. <laughs> done. Don't it. Fair. Fair. No, it's it's not good. Um, okay. Um, next we have going in the wrong hole when placing a Foley catheter on a female. Oh my God. So this does happen a lot. Um, <laughs> in, especially in nursing school, this doesn't happen a lot for me now, but, um, basically anatomy is not as straightforward as it looks in textbooks. And if you've ever tried to place a Foley catheter before on a female, it is not, as obvious as your textbook told you it would be and it happens so. i mean it happens with men too so you know so usually you'll leave <laughs> <laughs> i thought of first you meant placing a catheter on a male and i was like nope. no it's pretty straightforward <laughs> sorry mom sorry mom <laughs> the only one i'm gonna make that's the only joke i'm gonna make there <laughs> so usually you'll leave that wrongly placed one in the spot that way you know where not to go next time like the no no it's like a stop no sign. fly zone yeah <laughs> <laughs> don't go here <laughs> next one take the next left uh <laughs> <laughs> these streets close <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I'm going to hell. Detour. Detour. <laughs> All right, next one is the death turn. <laughs> Sorry. That one got me good, man. <laughs> the death turn. The death turn. Um So sometimes yeah, it's quite literally what you think it is. Um sometimes you know that you're doing it, sometimes you don't know that that's what's unfolding. Um when you have a patient who is very unstable and like the sheets underneath them are dirty or something, you have to turn your patients in the ICU at least every two hours. So you have to go in and change to reposition them. That way they don't get wounds. So um, you go in and usually a few times a shift, you'll do this big turn on them. If your patients are super unstable, you don't turn them um the doctors will basically put in an order saying they're too unstable to turn because the shifting of their body when they're that unstable can basically cause them to die. Die. Yeah. Wow. So sometimes, you know, you see a patient doing not so great and you're like, oof, there's not a do not turn order in here. We got to go clean them or we got to go turn them. Like 
they shit and you know we gotta clean them we can't leave them sitting in their shit but they're really unstable so i guess we're going in you all kind of know going in like this could be it you know who knows like the odds are leave them in their shit or kill them wow yeah not Um, a roulette roulette (laughs) game i'm trying to play Oh my god. The side so of you, healthcare so, you don't know, ma'am. So we do we it's not oftentimes that we go in knowingly knowing that it is the death turn um and choose to continue. But sometimes you don't even know that they're that bad and you go in to clean them and then you just roll them back and you're like, Oh boy. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Um, and okay, two more, two more. Nobody was killed in the making of this podcast, just so you know. Sure wasn't. Nope. No death turns um, This one's not gross. It's just your heart will sink. Um, giving oh. adenosine for the first time. So adenosine is a medication that is used when your heart rate is so insanely fast that it's like, not you can't live with your heart rate that high I'm talking like double the normal in a crazy rhythm that's just like not compatible with life so we give a medication that basically is the form of have you tried turning it off and turning it back on again um where you're literally (laughs) going to stop their heart and then after a few seconds it restarts and is usually at a slower like back to normal what if it doesn't restart? So, right. So you have to have, you know, pads on the patient, the doctor right at the bedside. Like it is quite literally the most terrifying moments of your life because you're like, it's I mean, like I know they can't live. game show. Like you just don't know <laughs> the outcome. You never do, man. It's healthcare. Yeah. Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. No, it's really, really scary. Um, I've only done it twice so far. Um, and I had a nursing student who was with me the first time that I pushed adenosine and she like came up to me and I was like, you know, okay, let me, let me get the medication from the Pixis. Okay. So we walk into the room and I'm drawing it up and she like whispers in my ear, like, this is the one that like stops the heart. Right. And I was like, yeah, stop it. Like, <laughs> Yes. No pressure or anything. (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. No, it's absolutely terrifying. And it's, yeah, a roller coaster of emotions. And those, like, it's probably like six seconds that they go asystole on the monitor before their heart starts beating again. And it feels like 10 minutes. The longest six seconds of your life. The worst, truly. Wow. I would, like, this would put years on my life. Yeah. And now you know why we're all crabby and sleep all the time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit. <laughs> um, is... And then it's wild out here. Like, I wish I could bring people to work with me sometimes just for like an hour. Just, just to, to like see it. be like, come on, you'd love it. I yeah. hate it all. Um, last one to finish strong is packing a stage four pressure injury, um, which so pressure injuries are these wounds that you get from like they call them like bed sores, bed sores, um, yeah. bed wound, whatever. Yeah. 
Same thing. So pressure injuries have a staging um, way to stage them to see how serious they are and how deep they are. Stage one is like, the, you know, the skin is very red, but there's like really no breakdown all the way up to a stage four, which is down to the bone. So how often, long you got to be laying there for that? Yeah. Um, oftentimes these are people who don't get turned well that, you know, whatever. It just they're immobile. They can't turn themselves. I don't know. They come in. So they've got these wounds and um most often it's on their butts um like right on your tailbone Ooh. from the pressure of laying and sitting like on an incline for so long so basically you know the nurses do the wound care and we turn them on their sides to do it and basically stage fours you're staring at their tailbone like and i feel like that smell is like does it all wounds smell there's a variety of smells some of them you're like this isn't so bad a lot of times it'll just smell like the um like solutions that we're putting on the gauzes to shove into the wound um but sometimes yeah no and depending on the location of the wound the smells really vary and i'm gonna leave it at that i wish you guys (laughs) could see my face i really wish you could (laughs) i've never been more disturbed I hope like everyone listening has not had a full lunch prior to listening to this and we <laughs> should put a warning somewhere on this. It's yeah. a little late, but yeah. So that is my list of things off, you know, that came right to my mind um, for things I mean, that would send non-healthcare workers into a coma. The bed sore thing really puts in perspective the couch, but stop being a couch potato. Yeah, yeah, I know. Even <laughs> if I'm laying there like all day, I'm like, okay, and we're turning. And now we're going to go this way. <laughs> we'll do some tummy time. I'm going to lay on my belly for a little bit just to rotate. Yeah, no, it's it's not good. Those are all extremely disgusting. I was actually having this conversation with another nurse today. It is just something I could never do. Like, not even if they were like, we're going to pay you a billion dollars i'd be like i'm out i don't even care what if there was a draft um like in the army obviously i'm not saying that nurses do things that the army does i'm not making that comparison but if you were required to saddle up and wear some scrubs and go in i mean i don't know that would really depend like if it was like severity like our world like there's a major like thing like I don't know, like a bad hurricane or like, I don't even know what to compare it to, but like something really major happens where people actually needed my help. I would have to just suck it up and do it. Right. Well, I honestly think you would be good at a lot of things. Um, Just wound care and the GI tract is not your field of work. No, not my vibe. I definitely have great bedside manner though. Mm-hmm. I'd kill 100%. that part. Yeah, you'll pass I'll, meds like a beast. Yeah, and I'll hold your hand when you're pushing out a baby. Absolutely. Yeah, you wouldn't know what meds you were giving, but yeah. you'd sound him out. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, the blue one and the red one, those are good, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is what you take out home, right? <laughs> These look the same, right? 
<laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I'm not so, that unintelligent, though, everyone. I just want you to know. No, no, you're a smart girl. I think you would be good if it, you could only do that part of the job. I think you'd yeah. be great. I said, like, if I if things didn't gross me out, like, nursing would have been a job that I chose to do. Because I love people. I love helping people. It's just the gross stuff that I struggle with. Like, when kids would throw up in my classroom, I had to leave the classroom because I would also puke. Like, somebody else would have to come in and clean that up because there's no way I could do it. Yeah. It's funny. You just get desensitized to it, though. Like, I don't even... You just breathe through your mouth and call it a day. Oh. Keep on going. I mean, but this is coming from someone who would never want to work with children. Like, I would... Quite literally, it's my own version of hell. Like, it sounds terrible <laughs> to me that, like, if I had to work even, like, pediatric nursing, nope, not for me. Yeah. I am an adult nurse all the way. I don't – and it's funny because when I picked my, like, field of nursing that I was going to go into, I – had always like in nursing school and in high school been like, oh, I think I want to go into pediatrics or I think I want to go into neonatal. That way I can work with the babies. And then I like started learning things in school and I was like, nope, nope, not for me. And it's my pediatrics class and I said no. And I feel like it would just be like way harder to. It's way sadder, I think. Right, that's what I mean. Like not that old people, like we don't feel bad for them, but it's like way sadder when you see a little baby that has a problem. Right, you know that most oftentimes they've lived a good life or, Mm -hmm. you know, they at least have had more years on their side, whereas, right, a baby that is just innocent. And then, oh my God, the parents, to have to deal with the parents would just be a tragedy. Yeah. Oof. It was actually... um, funny we i was at a party with a bunch of my friends and their kids and one of my friends doesn't have children yet and she's a nurse and the kids were just you know they're young so they were just like being obnoxious and like yelling and tackling each other and whatever and <laughs> and she looks over them and then looks at me and she goes and that's why i don't do peds <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. I like, yep i get it <laughs> not my cup of tea not but, my cup of tea. But yeah, nursing in general, not for me. Yeah. All right, let's get into some celeb gossip, some hot topics in Hollywood. Take it away. So, as we know, Colleen Hoover is my girl, my author. Um, So, we just found out that they will be making it ends with us into a movie which i am stoked for um Mm -hmm. that book is amazing i know there's a lot of controversy about it because there is domestic violence in that book however Mm. i think there's a strong message um that comes out of that experience and i think it's like a raw real thing that people experience um and i think it's bold to be able to write about something like that um yeah so you know obviously think what you want it's triggering i understand that but i think overall it's a good book with a strong message 
So I'm super excited that it's going to be a movie, and I'm even more excited that the main character is going to be played by Blake Lively. God bless. And I love her so much. Love. Love. She is going to be phenomenal. And I'm just like patiently waiting for the release date to happen because I don't know how long I can wait for the movie to come out. Like I need, I need like a countdown. I need to know when to expect it. Um, I know. Do we know if they started filming this yet? I don't know. Okay. But I will be at the premiere. So mm-hmm. I'm so stoked about it. And I hope that, like, I, I, like, feel strongly that it will be good, but I just, like, get nervous because a lot of times like, you read a book and then the movie is just, like, not as good. Yeah. So I'm hoping that they keep true to the story and, like, don't try and change too much. Yeah. And then I'm pretty sure the guy that's playing opposite of her. Oh, my God. This is so bad. I literally I don't know his name. his name. But it's the guy that played um, Raphael in Jane the Virgin, which I watched. Um, And he was very good. So I think that them together is going to be an interesting combination just because I feel like they come from very different backgrounds. But very excited. Yeah. um, I'm trying to see what his name is. But he like fits. Oh, Justin Baldoni. Baldoni. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Um, he fits the look of the character really well. Um, so I'm hoping. Does Blake that. Lively fit the character well? Yeah, I mean, I think we always like have a different visual of like what the character mm-hmm. is gonna look like, but I think overall she fits it well. I also hot take. Um, there's another book, Verity. Mm-hmm. And she would be phenomenal casted in that. Hopefully that becomes a movie. But she would be so good for that role. But they too. can't cast her in both. No, they can't. I know. Since it's the same author. But mm. it feels like a missed opportunity. But I guess this book is probably the most popular. So that's where they're starting. I hope they all turn into movies. I'm very hyped. Yeah. So stay tuned. All right, next up is that Shamar Moore is a daddy. We all know he's been a daddy. Um, I'm sweating. For years now, Daddy Shamar um, has been on our radar in Criminal Minds and all the other um, projects that he's been a part of, but we've loved him for years. And he just welcomed a baby girl named Frankie um, with – his girlfriend i can't remember what her name is um anywho though she was born january 24th um a little over seven pounds um and basically he was just all emotional on this post because his mother passed away before she could meet um his daughter but he kind of played it as a she gifted her to him from heaven, which is just so cute. Oh, yeah. Jezrae Dizon is his longtime girlfriend. Um, so yay for them. She looks adorable. I love when celebs af- actually give us pictures of the babies. I know they want like a level of privacy, and I'm sure if I were them, I would do the same thing. But I just I love the little baby faces. Um, so Shamar, I love him, right? 
and love erica turned me on to criminal minds like probably two or three years ago and i mm-hmm. didn't know of him before that and then i was like oh, oh, oh i know why we love this show um, oh yeah so he's phenomenal but i've been reading a lot um and i kind of i kind of see it that um emily in paris i don't know if you've seen it but there is a character know. alfie played by lucian laviscount i definitely said his last name wrong but mm-hmm. apparently People are comparing him to Shamar and saying he's like the new Shamar because Oof. he is another hot young black man and an incredible actor. Um, so I'm loving both of them. Then I might that. have to start watching. Yeah. <laughs> Keep that energy alive. We need more of that. Um, also... The guy who played in Bridgerton, um, he's be- being oh, compared yeah. to. Um, I'm trying to think of what that's a his... good one too. He's cute. I Red did J. watch Jean. season one. Yeah, of Bridgerton. So those he's three a men good looking fella. Are killing it. I mean, Shamar Moore has been around. I mean, Criminal Minds had like 20 seasons. Yeah. So oh, absolutely. He's been around since like the early 2000s, and he is just. My forever celebrity crush. My sister actually for her bridal shower when she was getting married, we did a like quiz to see who knew the bride the best. And mm-hmm. her one of the questions was her um celebrity crush or like her celebrity hall pass or something. And Shamar Moore was her answer. Oh, my God. That's so funny. <laughs> so I don't know. All who the girls in this family just mm, love them. Love them. Um, and last but not least, I wanted, I don't know if you've heard of this, so I want to get your take on this. Um, Shakira, it has come out that, I don't know if she's openly admitted it, but basically, um, her and her long time boyfriend, um, Gerard Piquet, um, broke up in June of 2022, um, and there were cheating accusations that no one really, um, had you know confirmed or denied or anything and I guess she said in an interview recently that the way that she found out that he was cheating or you know was kind of turned on to he must be cheating on me is because she is the only one in her family who likes strawberry jam and so she went away for a few days left her two children with Gerard Piquet at their home and when she came home, the strawberry jam was gone. So that she said, is... someone else must have been eating it at my house because there's no way. I, fu- I that- fully agree. No way that someone else is eating the jam. None, No one else in my house eats it. And I have so much respect for her for being the FBI agent that she is. How dare um, another woman come into your house, sleep with your man, and eat your jam? <laughs> As if sleeping with my man was not enough, you're going to eat my damn jam too? Absurdity. I was hysterically laughing. It's There's always those jokes where, oh, women are, you know, FBI agents. They can always find everything, blah, blah, blah. No, they really can. No, they really can. Facts. 
They really can. Shakira is a star example of that. And this is why we're the more elite species. The more elite gender. (laughs) It's just, it's just incredible. Nobody take offense to that, please. (laughs) (laughs) So um, since then, um, she has kind of been... Um, I'm pretty sure she started talking about the strawberry jam. It was like in her music video or something. Um, she said in her song that she opened the fridge to find the truth. Um, ooh. So, ooh. So just some little teases here of all of that. So thought that was absolutely hilarious. Can you and- imagine like she sees that and then she confronts him and is like, I know you're cheating. And he's like, how do you know? Mm-hmm. Because the jam. Right? He's probably sitting there just like, what? Like, it's something a guy <laughs> would not even think about. <laughs> That's, but, wow. I love and that I mean, I'm as sorry a girl, that though, she was cheated on, but I love that she figured it out and that she got what she, or he got what he deserved. But honestly, like, how much do you like pay attention to how much is left in all of your jars of things before you leave the house. I wonder if I would even notice. I would 1000% notice. Yeah, you would. Cause you're crazy. I am crazy, but also I have experienced <laughs> like living yeah. with bad roommates who ate my food and tried to tell me they That's did true. not That's eat true. it. Yeah. You become From super like- observant. Yeah, from not even, like, a relationship standpoint, like, a romantic relationship, but just from, like, a living with other people standpoint. Yeah. But, I mean. So, Shakira's really out here doing the most. I love that now she's putting out songs about it, and I'm here for it. Yeah. Wow. That's a lot to take in. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I feel like we talked about a lot of, hot topics a lot of things that are shocking me (laughs) Um, a lot of terrible gross things but yeah (laughs) (laughs) I just keep thinking about this medical conversation and it's so gross it's I know sorry it had to be said yeah I (laughs) guess so you had to see my reaction I know, I know. I wish we had like a good recording of just the terror <laughs> on my face. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, as always, thank you all so much for listening to our sixth episode. Please, if you haven't listened to our other five, please feel free to catch up on those. We talk about a we're lot already of up to things. six. Isn't that crazy? I know. We're really sticking to this goal. We really are. We're like a month into recording, a little more than a month, and we're going strong. We are. We are. So (laughs) like us on or follow us on Instagram at I'm Fine, You're Fine podcast and comment and you might be featured on our next episode. If you give us something juicy or silly or funny to talk about, we'll throw your name out there. Um, So, yeah. As always, remember, I'm fine. You're fine. Bye, guys.